CBS News. Your individual personality affects every aspect of your life. That's why one of the best things that you can do to grow yourself and others is to understand your personality and what naturally drives you. When you recognize your strengths and weaknesses, you are able to give your best as you work with customers, staff, and even your own family. So we would love for you to join us. B104 and KFMO Radio, as well as the Farmington Regional Chamber of Commerce for a DISC personality assessment workshop on August 18th from 12 noon to 1.30 p.m. held at the Chamber office. Lunch will be provided and lots of door prizes will be given out. You can register now at FarmingtonRegionalChamber.com. Seating is limited, so don't delay. You must register before August 16th for discounted pricing. The workshop that helps you get along with anyone, even if you're not a people person. For more information, you can go to FarmingtonRegionalChamber.com. That's FarmingtonRegionalChamber.com. AM 1240 KFMO. The start of your day begins with the start. I need my news, weather, and sports. I'm Mike Ramsey reporting. Weather at 12 and 40 every hour. I'm Jared Pettis. We check sports. And now the start on AM 1240 KFMO. Oh, yeah. Good morning to you. That's about all I can say. And we have just received information in the newsroom. We'll have the complete story as we have it so far with what information we do have at this point about a homicide investigation that's just begun in St. Francis County. We have details coming up in our newscast, which is next. As I say, we just received this information moments ago, right before the CBS newscast began. Uh, We've been putting it together for you since it came into our news studio. So, that particular story will be first up in news here in just a moment on AM 1240 KFMO. So it's Thursday, August 10th, and it's seven minutes after eight o'clock. Something else going on for this hour will be our interviews with the Madison County Chamber of Commerce Executive Director Tessa Recop and, of course, Mandy Little from the Parkland Pregnancy Resource Center. She's going to be with us as well. So those two uh, interviews coming up this hour, plus don't forget that newscast which has the uh, information about the homicide investigation, which has begun in St. Francis County, and that is coming up in the news next. In the meantime, well, we have a lot to talk about, you and I, here at the uh, Radio Ranch. The Worldwide Study. Okay, here's a study. Uh, I don't agree with this study, but (laughs) I don't agree with a lot of things, so it's no big deal. Um... All we've been hearing for years is that social media and Facebook in particular is bad for your mental health. Okay, here's a worldwide study which followed a million people across 72 countries for 11 years. It's found that using Facebook, they say, does not contribute negatively to a person's mental health. Well, I do not agree with that. I have people in my family who feel much worse after looking at Facebook and they, they say they can't get these pictures out of their mind. That it just overwhelms them. It's terrible. It's awful. How can people do that stuff they're showing on Facebook? You know, and it, that's good. Well, they were Oxford scientists who conducted the study. They also said that Facebook overwhelmingly contributed to people's positive well-being. However, the study was quick to point out it's not necessarily good for your mental health, but it has benefits. What? They said it does not contribute negatively to a person's mental health. 
but we will agree that it's not necessarily good for your mental health, but it does have some benefits. Make up your mind, guys and gals. Now, if you're listening to this news story, I hope I didn't put it to you in a confused fashion. The story says Facebook is not bad for your mental health. Two sentences later, maybe a sentence and a half, the same study says, well, it's not necessarily good for your mental health. So, me? I don't even listen to that study. (laughs) I only brought it up because it was here, okay? And it did illustrate a fact that, you know, what are they saying here? I don't know. What, What kind of a good study is this? It doesn't even really make a stand either way it's kind of just there it's almost like that uh, filler you remember do you remember does anybody else remember when uh, the chinese were putting cardboard in some foods just to, as filler well yeah it was just a few years ago and it was confirmed but anyway that's the latest study about facebook turns out uh yeah it's good it's bad it's like the old song. I don't know if you remember where the guy would say, well, it's bad. And then he'd say what was bad, and the other guy would say, but no, it's good. And then he'd say, why well, it's good. It's good. It's bad. It's good. And it kept going back and forth. Really crazy piece of music. I'll have to look that up for you one of these days and pass it on. But remember, stay tuned. We do have news, and it's coming up next. It's 10 minutes after 8 o'clock here at KFMO. River Rapids Water Park in St. Genevieve is now open. Yeah! Soak up the fun in the sun this summer by zipping down the water slides, swim in the lap pool, or float by in the Lazy River while the kids splish and splash in the kids' zone. River Rapids Water Park has daily admissions and season rates available and is open daily from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Follow River Rapids Water Park on social media or online at riverrapidswaterpark.com for more information. Soak up the fun at River Rapids Water Park in St. Genevieve. In times of financial uncertainty, how can you stay on track? Call on someone who's invested in your success. I'm Brandon Penberthy, your Deloge Edward Jones Financial Advisor. At Edward Jones, we believe in building a complete picture of your financial life, including your unique goals and passions, so we can help you work towards achieving what's most important to you. Call me at 573-431-2950 or visit edwardjones.com to get started today. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Local news you can trust. This is the Parklands Freedom Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. Here's Mike Ramsey. Good morning. It's Thursday, August 10th, 11 minutes after 8 o'clock. Now, in our newscast, we have information about patrol cars for the Sheriff's Department in St. Francis County. They're hard to get, but a couple will be coming to the uh, group soon. And also, prosecutors in St. Francis County dropping a case involving a Park Hills daycare. And this just in, we've received information that St. Francis County Sheriff's officials say they are investigating a possible homicide. A press release from the Sheriff's Office indicates just after 2 a.m. this morning, St. Francis County Sheriff's deputies and EMS responded to the report of a shooting in the 2500 block of Missouri Route H near Farmington. Arriving officers discovered a 43-year-old male who was deceased in the home from what appeared to be multiple gunshot wounds. Initial 911 calls to the St. Francis County Joint Communications Center indicated the incident was possibly the result of a domestic violence situation. Sheriff's detectives are processing the scene for evidence and conducting witness interviews. Further information will be released as it becomes available. 
Names are not being released at this time, pending the notification of family members. Prosecutors in St. Francis County are dropping a case involving a Park Hills daycare and a four-year-old child. Video surfaced on social media in June of 2022 of a worker at All Aboard Play and Learning Center forcibly holding a special needs child on the ground in an attempt to calm the child. The video led to state discipline against the Learning Center. However, prosecutors say there's not enough evidence of physical harm to the child for charges to be pursued. And also, law enforcement officials with the St. Francis County Sheriff's Department will be getting two new patrol vehicles after county commissioners approved the purchase at Tuesday's commission meeting. Presiding Commissioner for St. Francis County, Harold Gallagher, says police cruisers are just hard to get. The companies only build them a couple of times a year, and they build limited numbers. You have to really plan ahead to get them, and then you may not. You may be limited to three or four, and we we have a large fleet that we use uh, quite a few cars. So we found two hybrid cars on the lots uh, that uh, just hadn't been moved because people are a little bit leery of the hybrid situation on, on patrol cars. And in other business, at Tuesday's meeting, commissioners approved the purchase of a software to assist the recorder of deeds in digitizing records for St. Francis County. That's news from AM 1240. I'm Mike Ramsey reporting for KFMO News from the Collins News Desk. It's Thursday, August 10th. The time is 8.14. We have sports next. Stay tuned and visit the website kfmo.com. It's time for a look at sports. I'm Jared Pettis on the local side. Our high school football season preview segments continue. On Monday we heard about the North County Raiders. Then on Tuesday the Farmington Knights. And Wednesday Audra Kane told us about the Central Rebels. And now it's time for the Potosi Trojans. Here's Mike Reeves. It was a difficult ending to last season for the Potosi Trojans who won just three games. The Trojans will turn over a new leaf in the 2023 season but it doesn't get any easier as they begin the season with one of the most difficult starts on paper of any team the area may have. Their first four opponents, St. Clair, Farmington Central, and Valley Catholic, combined for a record of 31-15 and 15 a year ago. Last year, Potosi won just one of those four games. It was in week one against St. Clair. With another tough start to this year, how are they laying the groundwork for the season? Here's Potosi head coach Dylan Wyrick. We're a really young team this year. You know, as, as much as we would like to throw throw a lot at them, we, we definitely have to focus on fundamentals and, and focus on a lot of the base and kind of rebuild some things. Uh, got a brand new offense, uh, some different defensive looks that fit our personnel a little bit better. We're looking at starting a, um, maybe two or three freshmen on both sides of the ball this year, a handful of sophomores. So, you know, we, we'd like to speed things up and, and cover a lot of stuff, but we also got to look at who we've got and what they can handle. The Trojans offense will feature a new face at quarterback after Blake Coleman graduated in the spring. According to Wyrick, the starter will be a former wide receiver, Luke Brabham, here's Coach Wyrick on his options at the quarterback slot. We've got two guys that can that can get it done. Our starting quarterback is Luke Brabham. Luke was uh, he's been a three year starter for us. Uh, this is his third year playing football, but he's grown a lot as a football player and uh, he played wide receiver for us the past two seasons. This year he's going to be playing quarterback for us. Our backup is Jude Litton. He's a sophomore that will be able to come in and get it done if Luke goes down. So I'm pretty confident with uh, those guys. I think they can handle it and get it done. Uh, they know they've got a lot on their shoulders, but uh, I know that they're capable of doing it. When asked about depth, Wyrick says they have more youth 
than depth. That's a good thing for the future. You know, we just got, got to get these kids some, some quality experience this year and make sure they develop right and that they enjoy themselves. Um, you know, just to keep them coming back and having fun with the sport and looking forward to getting better. Wyrick adds that he wants each player to reach their full potential each week this season. If they do that they'll be successful. The biggest thing is like, you know, are we reaching our full potential every week? You know, are we are we the best that we can be as a team? And them as an individual, you know, am I doing everything that I can do to make my team better? Am I doing my job? Do I know my assignment the best that I possibly can? Am I giving 110% effort to make sure I get that done for my teammates? And uh, I think that is what success looks like, you know, for us. And we have to keep that right there and, and not try to uh, mark anything else's uh, success, you know, if we're doing our best. Um, then, then what else can we really ask for? Potosi opens the season in St. Clair before returning home in week two and three, both on KFMO against Farmington and Central. Then they head to St. Genevieve to face Valley Catholic in week four. The road trip includes Fredericktown the following week on the Parkland Sports Leader. Then Potosi swaps home and away dates for the rest of the schedule. In week six, they host the Dragons out of St. Genevieve. The Trojans then travel to St. Charles. The final home game is a broadcast match for Potosi in week eight when they host the North County Raiders. They conclude the year at Cape Central on Friday, October 20th. Mike, thanks. One season preview left this week before we get into next week. And Friday, it's the Valley Catholic Warriors. Stay tuned for more on the Potosi Trojans at KFMOSports.com and also the Valley Catholic Warriors tomorrow. From there to Major League Baseball, the St. Louis Cardinals were in action on Wednesday. They picked up a win in Tampa Bay, evening up the series. Mike Reeves has the recap of win number 50 for the Birds. Paul Goldschmidt drove in a pair of runs at Dakota Hudson pitched five innings to lead the Cardinals past the Rays 6-4 in Tampa. Lars Newtbar hit a solo home run while Nolan Arenado, Jordan Walker, and Alec Burleson contributed RBIs. Jose Siri homered twice and drove in three and Wander Franco hit a solo shot for the Rays. Four Redbird relief pitchers combined to allow one run over four innings. The winning pitcher is Hudson. He's 3-0. The loss in relief goes to Kevin Kelly. He's 4-2. The save to Giovanni Gallegos, his ninth. I'm Mike Reeves. Thanks again, Mike. Card skipper Oliver Marmol liked the production of from all spots in the lineup. We had some timely hits today. Uh, got some guys on. Goldie with a big swing there. Drove in two. Um, much better swings uh, from Walker today as well. Stayed on the ball. Uh, drove in another one. Um, ground ball to first there by Burleson for another run. But overall, uh, Newt with the homer. Um, with some uh, timely hits for sure. Card starter Dakota Hudson after putting together his third straight decent start. I'm here to win ball games, and I think that um, I feel like whenever I'm out there, I think the team has my back, and I just feel good with the team with where we're at, and I know that they're battling every every pitch just like I am. So um, give them what I got, and they give me what they got, and it's been working out. Marmol on the outing by Hudson on Wednesday. Filled up the zone with the sinker. Uh, used the four seam um, to keep them honest. Uh, the slider in and out of the zone didn't have it as landed as much as he did uh, his last time out, and that was a big player for him. He got a lot of swing and miss with that last time. Um, So that one wasn't in the zone as much, but overall I felt like um, he gave us a chance. The Cardinals are back in action tonight with the rubber match in Tampa Bay. Coverage on B104.3 begins with pregame at 445. First pitch at 540 is the Cardinals start Matthew Libertor. Other Major League Baseball news and the Philadelphia Phillies pitcher Michael Lorenzen in his second start since joining the Phils throws the 14th no-hitter in franchise history with his family in attendance. Here the final out courtesy of the Phillies Radio Network. Against the lefty Smith, the 3-2 pitch, swing and a high yes. fly ball. Center field coming in is Rojas. He's calling. He has got it. Yeah. 
Lorenzen leaps into the arms of Real Muto. And the Phillies pile out of the dugout. In front of the mound, they celebrate a no-hitter tonight by Michael Lorenzen in his second start as a Philly. The Phillies beat the San Francisco Giants 7-0 as it was the first no-hitter for the Phillies since Cole Hamels no-hit the Chicago Cubs on July 25th of 2015. NFL, the Kansas City Chiefs are on KFMO this Sunday for preseason week one in New Orleans. Coverage starts with 11 o'clock, kickoff between the Chiefs and Saints at noon. And the NASCAR Cup Series is at the Indianapolis Road Course on Sunday. It's the Verizon 200 at the Brickyard. And PGA, the FedEx Cup St. Jude Championship begins today in Memphis. John Ram sits atop the standings heading into the championship. How would he analyze his season that has got him to this point? It's been a really good season. You know, uh, accomplished a lot of things I set myself out to do this year, and one of them was to to be sitting right here as number one. So, um, you know, really proud of what I've done so far. I'm looking forward to to go and keep it going in the playoffs. The top three in the FedEx Cup standings read Rom, Scotty Scheffler, and Rory McIlroy. That's sports. I'm Jared Pettis. Hungry? The Riverside Grill on East Main Street in Park Hills has homemade daily specials like ham and beans or chicken and dumplings or choose from a menu of other delicious entrees such as their all-you-can-eat catfish, country fried steak, hand-cut ribeye steaks cooked just the way you like, or maybe you want a simple burger and fries. Or stop by for a hearty breakfast every day from 7.30 a.m. to 11 a.m. Dine in, call ahead, or hit the drive-thru. It's the Riverside Grill across from the Farmer's Market in Park Hills. Planning your vacation but don't know what to do with your fur baby? Pawfection Grooming and Resort in Park Hills is just the place. They offer a Pawfect Resort for your fur child to stay and they have an outstanding grooming team to keep Fido looking Pawfect. Pawfection Grooming is where your pets come to look Pawfect and have a Pawfect stay. Give them a call today at 573-482-0163. Hi, I'm Shelby. I'm Sam. And I'm Allie. Our family owns J&H Bargain Place in Potosi. We offer huge discounts on products from big box stores like Amazon, Target, and more. From housewares to baby items, pet supplies, and electronics, you can find it at J&H Bargain Place. Inventory is always changing, so be sure to follow us on Facebook for your daily deals. That's J&H Bargain Place next to Barefoot Cafe in Potosi. J&H Bargain Place, your destination for unbeatable deals. Kilster Mary Lee Corporation is hiring owner-operators for a growing and busy fleet at their Southeast Missouri facilities. Drivers will pull Gilster Mary Lee trailers. Owner-operators are paid all miles at $1.85 per mile plus $11.50 per hour for downtime, and drivers are given weekly settlements. In addition to easy pass and pre-pass, they also offer a fuel card for substantial savings off the pump price. The loads consist of no-touch brake and round-trip dispatch, so drivers can be home each week. Keep busy all year round and return after each load. Gilster Mary Lee considers all their drivers to be a very valuable asset and can help you earn a living and still be home for quality family experiences. Are you tired of being an owner-operator for the wrong company? Do you want stability, a regular schedule, and a dependable paycheck? Then call Mike Welker at 800-851-5371. That's 800-851-5371. It's 823 at KFMO. Stick around. We have the Madison County Chamber of Commerce report coming up with the executive director of the group, Tessa Recop. So she's standing by, and we'll have that information for you next. Have an automotive issue? Let the experts take care of it for you. 
Wade's Auto Service is a full-service shop serving the Farmington area since 2015. Wade's Auto Service in Farmington is locally owned and operated, and because they want to be your first choice for all of your auto service and repair needs, they warranty all of their work with a two-year, 24,000-mile part and labor warranty. They stand behind their work. To schedule an appointment, simply give them a call, 573-664-1302. This is the start from KFMO, and it's time we start another interview for you. Oh, gosh, it's uh, 824 on this Thursday, August 10th, but let's go to the phone lines now. It's time for our monthly visit with Tessa Rakoff, the Executive Director of the Madison County Chamber of Commerce. Hi, Tessa. How are you today? Good morning, Mike. I'm doing great. How are you? Well, good. Boy, this weather's fantastic. I guess the weather's really great in Fredericktown in the Madison County area, too. Yeah, yeah, I'm kind of glad to have a break from the heat. <laughs> Boy, I know what you mean. And, you know, this break from the heat's going to really be good for uh, something you've got coming up. It looks like a really great event for Fredericktown. Tell our listeners all about it. Yeah, we're really excited. We're um, having an event to fundraise for downtown revitalization for historic downtown Fredericktown. And it's called A Historic Day at the Square. And it's going to be Saturday, August 19th. And we've got all kinds of activities planned from 4 to 10 p.m. Um, we're having a quilt walk. Uh, we're, we've got over 20 quilts that are going to be in the quilt walk. One is from 1811, so we're pretty excited for that. Um, it's also our first time to drink downtown um, on the square because they changed the ordinance in town. So it really is going to be a historic day because of that. Mm -hmm. Also, uh, we're going to have a grease pig contest, and the actual prize is going to be the pig. So <laughs> anyone who wants to do it, beware, you have to take the pig home. <laughs> yeah, that's, that sounds funny. Will this be a regular size pig or like one of those miniature pigs? Uh, I think it'll be a smaller pig. So okay, good. <laughs> the, the, the bigger pig would probably run me over. Um, that sounds like, you know, that sounds like so much fun down there. And, and did you say you had a quilt from 1811? Yes, yes. So we're going to have some pretty cool quilts in there. And as you walk around and look at the different quilts, you'll be able to read about the story behind the quilts. And there's some pretty cool stories. And there's a lot of heart and soul that goes go into these quilts. You know, there uh, really is. I, I don't mean to interrupt you, but when I was oh, a, when I was a little boy, my relatives, my the women in the family, would gather and they would make quilts. And it is such a fascinating thing to see somebody just take these pieces of cloth and they come out with this huge big old quilt with all kinds of designs i had a great grandmother that would do quilts with just leftover pieces and it, they, they they're so neat you know really yeah and i'm excited too because um i'm putting in some of my great grandma's quilts that she hand stitched so um there's a personal quilt that's going to be in there for me too so so fun. um we're also excited because uh we're opening up the old livery horse stables. That's it's an old horse stable from the 1800s. It's the oldest building in Fredericktown, and we're giving tours of that, and so people will be able to see the old stables. And it's really cool because um, you can see the names of the horses above the stables, um, and there's also an old well in the building. So it's just a really cool addition to the event. Well, that is really fantastic. Yeah, and then we're going to finish everything off with a square dance with the punches. And during intermission, we'll have our fireworks show. You know, that's really neat because we have the uh, Mineral Area Bluegrass Association. They have a, a yearly show up here. 
in uh, Leadwood, and they usually have the punches. So the punches are a well-known band around here. Then that's a really good draw. So I, and square dancing. Oh, who doesn't like that? That's so much fun. Exactly. Yeah, I've never square danced, but I might try and attempt for this event. <laughs> <laughs> well, I learned how to do it in 4-H when I was a kid. Um, I don't know if I can remember how to Alamand left with my, is it left or right hand, but, uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's a lot of fun to square dance is all I can say. Well, you'll have to come down and refresh your memory. Yeah, yeah, don't, don't try to get me to call anything. I can't call them, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a lot of fun coming up, a historic day at the square. And what day is that again? It's Saturday, August 19th, so not this Saturday, but next. Okay, great. So people have time to learn to square dance. Yep, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we're visiting with Tessa Rekop. She's the executive director of the Madison County Chamber of Commerce. We're here with the monthly report. What else is going on in Fredericktown, Madison County? Um, we also have our monthly Truck and Tuesday coming up August 22nd. Um, and this event keeps getting bigger and bigger. I think we've got about 10 trucks set to be there. And then we always have a band play. Um, and then we have a kid hour where parents can drop their kid off, kids off for an hour and they can just enjoy and relax and enjoy the food trucks while um, we watch the kids and play games. Hmm. Hey, that sounds fun, too. Um, so Truckin' Tuesday is coming up. And is there, you know, I, I, I don't know how to approach this because I'm thinking so many things at once. The chamber in Madison County you know you know the history of the chamber pretty much i mean it was going so well for a while then it didn't have a, a lot of people to back it up but lately you and others have really brought the chamber back so well and i'm are you bringing back the banquets too uh yes we are we're actually holding our fifth annual banquet um september 14th and we're excited because this year we actually have a theme and it's a western theme so we're encouraging everyone to wear your western wear and come out and enjoy some barbecue and we'll have some entertainment i think we're going to do some line dancing at that so that's always one of our biggest events people love the annual banquet yeah that's a neat theme too maybe uh, no square dancing but line dancing right <laughs> yep we're going to switch it up a little bit <laughs> i seem to be stuck on square dancing for some reason today so that's the fifth annual banquet. You have the Truck and Tuesday. You have uh, this historic day at the square. Uh, when's the next meeting coming up? Would that be the banquet, or, or is there another meeting? Um, the next meeting will be Thursday, August 3rd, and that's our regular luncheon. Okay, very good. Where will that be held? Have you decided yet? We haven't decided quite yet, so um, to be announced. Okay, good. We'll get that next time probably. Um, anything else you want to talk about with the chamber today? Um, no, just if anyone wants to join and get involved with um, our different projects like downtown revitalization, um, you can visit the Chamber's website, www.madisoncountydc.com, and you can learn about joining, our events coming up, and even submit your own event if you'd like. Fantastic. Can they keep up with you on Facebook? Yes, we also have a Facebook page. It's just Madison County CC. Okay, great, excellent. Well, Tessa, thanks for being with us today. It's always fun to talk with you and find out what's happening with the Madison County Chamber. Thanks again. Thanks for having me, Mike. All right, we'll talk to you next time. All right, bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> That's Tessa Rakop. She's the executive director of the uh, Madison County Chamber of Commerce with their monthly report. Now, we have the weather forecast next.
and then we'll get into news. So stay tuned to KFM. Weather is brought to you by Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton. When you're looking for an accountant, what comes to mind? Trustworthiness, accuracy, up-to-date knowledge of tax laws. In the real world, considerations like those are always important. Stephanie Kitchell with Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton has provided quality accounting and tax service for over 30 years. Whether it's personal or business-related, Stephanie Kitchell has you covered. Call 573-546-3104 today to schedule an appointment at Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton. We will be in and out of the clouds today. Our high temperatures this afternoon will be right around 85 degrees. Mainly clear 65 tonight and then Friday lots of sunshine. Our high on Friday right around 90. Scattered showers, a few scattered thunderstorms on Saturday. Our high on Saturday in the low 90s. A few showers of storms with a Sunday upper 80s. And Monday a slight chance of seeing some showers otherwise sunshine. Our high right around 85 degrees. From the Parklands 24-hour weather center. I'm meteorologist Sally Russell. Local news you can trust. This is the Parklands Freedom Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. Here's Mike Ramsey. Good morning. It's Thursday, August 10th, and the time is 8.33. In this newscast, we're going to talk about several stories for you. We'll hear more about organizers with Mineral Area Council on the Arts. They're going to tell us about the season tickets you can purchase. Also, officials with the Park Hills Police Department still involved in a drive-by shooting investigation. And we have this fresh off the press from the St. Francis County Sheriff's Department. St. Francis County Sheriff's officials say they are investigating a possible homicide. A press release from the Sheriff's Office indicates just after 2 a.m. this morning, St. Francis County Sheriff's deputies and EMS responded to the report of a shooting in the 2500 block of Route H near Farmington. Arriving officers discovered a 43-year-old male deceased in the home from what appeared to be multiple gunshot wounds. Initial 911 calls to the St. Francis County Joint Communications Center indicated the incident was possibly the result of a domestic violence situation. Sheriff's detectives are processing the scene for evidence and conducting witness interviews. Further information will be released as it becomes available. Names are not being released now pending the notification of family members, so stay tuned to KFMO B104 News for more information from the Sheriff's Office as it becomes available. Officials with the Park Hills Police Department continue the investigation into the July 29th drive-by shooting in Park Hills. Park Hills Police Chief Richard McFarland says something like this should not be happening in the parkland. The last thing we want to do is have our citizens living in fear. That's why it's so important that anybody with any information come forward. You can remain anonymous, and every tip that we've gotten so far, the witness has chosen to remain anonymous, and we'd never disclose that information. If you have any information regarding the investigation, McFarland says call law enforcement officials immediately. Contact your local authorities. You can call Central Dispatch at 573-431-31, or uh, 3131 that is, or contact Park Hills Police Officers. Organizers with the Mineral Area Council on the Arts are selling season tickets to the 2023-24 season. The executive director of the council, Tiffany Galler, says tickets will be posted online soon. Season tickets are $50. They are a $60 value, so you save some money in there. And for the Centene shows, you get reserved seating. So it's a really great opportunity to save some money, make sure that you get the seats that you want. Um, and then you get tickets to all of the shows that we're having, access to all those things, as well as that makes you a member of MACOA. To get your tickets, find Mineral Area Council on the Arts on Facebook. 
That's news from AM 1240. I'm Mike Ramsey reporting for KFMO News from the Collins News Desk. It's Tuesday, August 10th, and it's 836 already. We have sports coming up next with Jared Pettis, and check our website too. That's KFMO.com. It's time for a look at sports. I'm Jared Pettis on the local side. Our high school football season preview segments continue. On Monday, we heard about the North County Raiders. Then on Tuesday, the Farmington Knights. And Wednesday, Audra Kane told us about the Central Rebels. And now it's time for the Potosi Trojans. Here's Mike Reeves. It was a difficult ending to last season for the Potosi Trojans, who won just three games. The Trojans will turn over a new leaf in the 2023 season, but it doesn't get any easier as they begin the season with one of the most difficult starts on paper of any team the area may have their first four opponents St. Clair, Farmington Central and Valley Catholic combined for a record of 31 and 15 a year ago. Last year Potosi won just one of those four games. It was in week one against St. Clair with another tough start to this year. How are they laying the groundwork for the season? Here's Potosi head coach Dylan Wyrick. We're a really young team this year. You know as, as much as we would like to throw throw a lot at them we, we definitely have to focus on fundamentals and, and focus on a lot of the basics and kind of rebuild some things i uh, got a brand new offense, uh, some different defensive looks that fit our personnel a little bit better. We're looking at starting a, um, maybe two or three freshmen on both sides of the ball this year, a handful of sophomores. So, you know, we, we'd like to speed things up and, and cover a lot of stuff, but we also got to look at who we've got and what they can handle. The Trojans' offense will feature a new face at quarterback after Blake Coleman graduated in the spring. According to Wyrick, the starter will be a former wide receiver, Luke Brabham. Here's Coach Wyrick on his options at the quarterback slot. We've got two guys that can that can get it done. Our starting quarterback is Luke Brabham. Luke was, uh, he's been a three-year starter for us. Uh, this is his third year playing football, but he's grown a lot as a football player, and uh, he played wide receiver for us the past two seasons. This year, he's going to be playing quarterback for us. Our backup is Jude Litton. He's a sophomore that will be able to come in and get it done if Luke goes down. So, I'm pretty confident with uh, those guys. I think they can handle it and get it done. Uh, they know they've got a lot on their shoulders, but uh, I know that they're capable of doing it. When asked about depth, Wyrick says they have more youth than depth. That's a good thing for the future. You know, we just uh, got to get these kids some, some quality experience this year and make sure they develop right and that they enjoy themselves, um, you know, just to keep them coming back and having fun with the sport and looking forward to getting better. Wyrick adds that he wants each player to reach their full potential each week this season. If they do that they'll be successful. The biggest thing is like, you know, are we reaching our full potential every week? You know, are we are we the best that we can be as a team? And them as an individual, you know, am I doing everything that I can do to make my team better? Am I doing my job? Do I know my assignment the best that I possibly can? Am I giving 110% effort to make sure I get that done for my teammates? And uh, I think that is what success looks like, you know, for us. And we have to keep that right there and, and not try to uh, mark anything else's uh, success, you know, if we're doing our best. Uh, um, then, then what else can we really ask for? Potosi opens the season in St. Clair before returning home in week two and three, both on KFMO against Farmington and Central. Then they head to St. Genevieve to face Valley Catholic in week four. The road trip includes Fredericktown the following week on the Parkland Sports Leader. Then Potosi swaps home and away dates for the rest of the schedule. In week six, they host the Dragons out of St. Genevieve. The Trojans then travel to St. Charles. The final home game is a broadcast match for Potosi in week eight when they host the North County Raiders. They conclude 
conclude the year at Cape Central on Friday, October 20th. Mike, thanks. One season preview left this week before we get into next week. And Friday, it's the Valley Catholic Warriors. Stay tuned for more on the Potosi Trojans at KFMOSports.com and also the Valley Catholic Warriors tomorrow. From there to Major League Baseball, the St. Louis Cardinals were in action on Wednesday. They picked up a win in Tampa Bay, evening up the series. Mike Reeves has the recap of win number 50 for the Birds. Paul Goldschmidt drove in a pair of runs and Dakota Hudson pitched five innings to lead the Cardinals past the Rays 6-4 in Tampa. Lars Newtbar hit a solo home run while Nolan Arenado, Jordan Walker, and Alec Burleson contributed RBIs. Jose Siri homered twice and drove in three and Wander Franco hit a solo shot for the Rays. Four Redbird relief pitchers combined to allow one run over four innings. The winning pitcher is Hudson. He's 3-0. The loss in relief goes to Kevin Kelly. He's 4-2. The save to Giovanni Gallegos, his ninth. I'm Mike Reeves. Thanks again, Mike. Card skipper Oliver Marmol liked the production of from all spots in the lineup. We had some timely hits today. Uh, got some guys on. Goldie with a big swing there. Drove in two. Um, much better swings uh, from Walker today as well. Stayed on the ball. Uh, drove in another one. Uh, ground ball to first there by Burleson for another run. But overall, uh, Newt with the homer. Um, with some uh, timely hits for sure. Card starter Dakota Hudson after putting together his third straight decent start. I'm here to win ball games, and I think that um, I feel like whenever I'm out there, I think the team has my back, and I just feel good with the team with where we're at, and I know that they're battling every every pitch just like I am. So um, give them what I got, and they give me what they got, and it's been working out. Marmol on the outing by Hudson on Wednesday. Filled up the zone with the sinker. Uh, used the four seam um, to keep them honest. Uh, the slider in and out of the zone didn't have it as landed as much as he did uh, his last time out, and that was a big player for him. He got a lot of swing and miss with that last time. Um, So that one wasn't in the zone as much, but overall I felt like um, he gave us a chance. The Cardinals are back in action tonight with the rubber match in Tampa Bay. Coverage on B104.3 begins with pregame at 445. First pitch at 540 is the Cardinals start Matthew Libertor. Other Major League Baseball news and the Philadelphia Phillies pitcher Michael Lorenzen in his second start since joining the Phils throws the 14th no-hitter in franchise history with his family in attendance. Here the final out courtesy of the Phillies Radio Network. Against the lefty Smith, the 3-2 pitch, swing and a high yes. fly ball. Center field coming in is Rojas. He's calling. He has got it. Yeah. Lorenzen leaps into the arms of Real Muto. And the Phillies pile out of the dugout. In front of the mound, they celebrate a no-hitter tonight by Michael Lorenzen in his second start as a Philly. The Phillies beat the San Francisco Giants 7-0 as it was the first no-hitter for the Phillies since Cole Hamels no-hit the Chicago Cubs on July 25th of 2015. NFL, the Kansas City Chiefs are on KFMO this Sunday for preseason week one in New Orleans. Coverage starts with 11 o'clock, kickoff between the Chiefs and Saints at noon. And the NASCAR Cup Series is at the Indianapolis Road Course on Sunday. It's the Verizon 200 at the Brickyard. And PGA, the FedEx Cup St. Jude Championship begins today in Memphis. John Ram sits atop the standings heading into the championship. How would he analyze his season that has got him to this point? It's been a really good season. You know, uh, accomplished a lot of things I set myself out to do this year. And one of them was to, to be sitting right here as number one. So, um, you know, really proud of what I've done so far. I'm looking forward to, to go and keep it going in the playoffs. The top three in the FedEx Cup standings read Rom, Scotty Scheffler, and Rory McIlroy. That's sports. I'm Jared Pettis.
Thanks, Jared. We appreciate that. In just a moment or two, we're going to visit with Mandy Little. She is here from the Parkland Pregnancy Resource Center, and we'll talk with her, get the monthly input from the show and the program and the information we need in just a few. But first, we'll have the Daily Dust from Audra Kane. So stay tuned to KFMO. If you are looking for the perfect gift, you don't have to look any further than Oasis Christian Bookstore, located in the heart of downtown Farmington. From birthday gifts to sympathy gifts with free delivery in Farmington, you'll find unique gifts like lanterns and wind chimes, personalized laser engraved mugs, and tumblers. Hi, I'm Tiffany, owner of the Oasis Christian Bookstore. We look forward to serving you while helping you grow your faith. We are located in beautiful downtown Farmington, across from First State Community Bank. Oh man, I am hungry. What do I want? Oh, I'll go to Bogo Sandwiches of Farmington. But what do I want to order? Hmm, I know they serve deli sandwiches, from cold cuts to meatball subs. I wonder what their daily special is today. Bogo Sandwiches is family owned and operated and they love to give back. With every purchase of a sandwich, another sandwich is given to a local food pantry. Bogo Sandwiches, 12 South Jackson Street in downtown Farmington, behind the post office. Hey, business owners. Are you having some personnel issues within the office? What about the need for some of your sales staff to close more business? Did you know that your individual personality affects every aspect of your life? That's why one of the best things that you can do to grow yourself and your staff is to understand their personality, how they receive information, and what naturally drives them. It also helps you understand your customer and what naturally drives them. Join us, KFMO and B104 Radio and the Farmington Regional Chamber of Commerce on August 18th. The DISC Personality Assessment Workshop begins at 12 noon and runs until 1.30 p.m. at the Chamber office. Lunch will be provided and lots of door prizes will be given. Seating is limited, so don't wait. Register now at FarmingtonRegionalChamber.com. The workshop that helps you get along with anyone even if you're not a people person. For more information, you can go to FarmingtonRegionalChamber.com. That's FarmingtonRegionalChamber.com. This is not headline news. It's not called dust. It's called... We call it the Daily Dust. With just a light dusting of gossip, I'm Audra Kane for KFMO. The death of Sandra Bullock's longtime partner has led to a spike in donations for ALS research. And Arnold Schwarzenegger, acting in his new position as Netflix chief action officer, did a promo with Gal Gadot to hype her new movie, Heart of Stone. Looks like you've outdone yourself with your new movie. Yeah, I think you're really going to love it. It's everything you want in a spy movie. Great. I'm an expert in espionage. Oh, really? Of course. Fuba, True Lies, Spy. Jingle all the way. You were a spy jingle all the way? No. But if I would have been one, you would have never known. Huh? <laughs> all right. Barbie has been banned in Kuwait. It was only a matter of time. I mean, seriously, they are the patriarchy. The trailer is out for the John Wick spinoff series, The Continental, and it stars Mel Gibson. This sacred institution wields power beyond your imagination. Winston, your brother stole something from me. What he took is very important to a lot of very dangerous people. Find him, because if you don't, I'll bring the weight of this whole institution down on you both. The Continental premieres September 22nd on Peacock. Chris Tucker announced his first comedy tour in over a decade. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? 
Wednesday marked the 100th day that the Writers Guild of America has been on strike. The union's negotiating committee co-chairs called this marker a milestone of shame. And Robbie Robertson of the band died after a long illness. He was 80. He wrote the classic track, The Night They Drove Old Dixie Down, among others. And Nike is releasing a new Kobe sneaker. And why? Because Kobe. Our youth tends to get the short end of the stick in terms of the investment that's put into them. But I think it should be the opposite because they are our future. And that's The Daily Dust. I'm Audrey Kane for KFMO. Have an automotive issue? Let the experts take care of it for you. Wade's Auto Service is a full-service shop serving the Farmington area since 2015. Wade's Auto Service in Farmington is locally owned and operated, and because they want to be your first choice for all of your auto service and repair needs, they warranty all of their work with a two-year, 24,000-mile part and labor warranty. They stand behind their work. To schedule an appointment, simply give them a call, 573-664-1302. Planning your vacation but don't know what to do with your fur baby? Pawfection Grooming and Resort in Park Hills is just the place. They offer a Pawfect Resort for your fur child to stay and they have an outstanding grooming team to keep Fido looking Pawfect. Pawfection Grooming is where your pets come to look Pawfect and have a Pawfect stay. Give them a call today at 573-482-0163. Here we are on the start from AM 1240 KFMO. It is just about time to say goodbye, but we can't do that without a very important report. It's the monthly show for the Parkland Pregnancy Resource Center with Mandy Little. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Well, I'm doing pretty good. I'm pretty excited today. I don't know why. I guess it's this, uh, oh, what you call it, energy drink I had a while ago. Oh, no. I don't have those much anymore, you know, because of the doctor saying, you have extremely high blood pressure. So I stay away from him, but well, that's good. I strayed today. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> fell off the wagon. <laughs> <laughs> that's what this bruise is all about on my forehead. I fell off the wagon. Oh, um, <laughs> well, we have a, a great show today because we're going to talk about the things that the center does best. And, and classes are coming up, and these classes are so important to folks. Yes, yeah, so um, summer's ending you know, and so what does that mean for the PRC? Classes are starting back up. And, but before we start back up, we have one thing that we have to take care of. We have registration. So Monday, August 21st, we will be registering current and new clients for the fall semester classes. So if you're interested in signing up for classes, you can stop by the center located at 1565 St. Jen Avenue in Farmington from 10 to two or four to six again on Monday, August 21st. And then classes will start back up on September 11th. So what are some of the classes that you would present to people? Well, we have classes all the way from pregnancy up until, um, well, toddlers, you know, whenever they start talking and toddling around and (laughs) getting into everything. Um, So we talk about discipline, um, healthy behaviors, obviously the pregnancy, how to care for your newborn infant and how to care for yourself um, after you have a baby because that's very important as well. Mm, Certainly is. I brought that up because earlier when I was going over the guest list on the air, I talked a little bit about the things you do at the Parkland Pregnancy Resource Center because, uh, you know, there's a lot of misinformation out there and we're not going to necessarily get into that. But um, you guys do a great service. You really do. Well, and thank you. I just wanted to urge people, if you have any questions, don't just 
you know, take somebody's word for it, except maybe mine. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but uh, seriously, call the center if you have questions, right? Right. Call the center or stop by. We mm-hmm. love to have guests. We love to tour and show you our brand new facility. That's right. Where's that located again? It's at 1565 St. Jen Avenue and in Farmington. A, that's in Farmington, yeah. So if you're, you know, used to uh, the Park and Pregnancy Resource Center being in Park Hills, it's in Farmington now. Yes. Don't and, go to uh, the old location. We're not right. there. <laughs> Is anybody there right now? Yes. Hmm. Yes. I'm not exactly sure. I always uh-huh. forget who has purchased the building, but it sold very fast. And I do believe it's another um, organization, a nonprofit. Oh, so. great. Yeah. That's a good spot. Absolutely. It, it really, really is. Because there are so many people drive by that. Yes. You know, it's a, it's a big thoroughfare. So you're in Farmington now. Classes are coming up. And uh, what was the date? Monday? Monday, August 21st is registration. Registration. Okay. Keep that in mind because these are very important classes, can really help you out. Uh, We're visiting with Mandy Little, and she's with the Director of Development. That's your title, right? That's my title. And she's with the Parkland Pregnancy Resource Center. This is simply the monthly report. What about Monarch? That's in Ironton, right? Yes, that's in Ironton. So Monarch is our satellite center. Located in Ironton. Um, I think people get a little confused because they think Monarch and PRC, the Parkland PRC are not the same, but we are. So when our donors support Parkland Pregnancy Resource Center, you are also supporting Monarch Family Resource Center. But they're located in Ironton at 109 North Main Street, and they're getting ready to start their classes back up too. So I just kind of wanted to talk about that. They offer most of the classes that we do um, there are some things that they don't offer right now, um, but they're working towards that. Obviously, they're brand new. They just opened, so they're a little smaller, like we were about 18 years ago. Um, but if you're interested in signing up for the classes um, and you're in the Ironton area, you can call 573-546-2166 and um, talk to Beth or Heather, and they will answer all the questions that you have. You know, it's really great that you have that in Ironton because, as we've talked before, the areas to the uh, southwest and west of us don't have any real coverage for much no, in health care or anything like this, especially for uh, pregnant families and that need this help and this assistance and these classes. So Monarch's in a great position to really grow in the future. Absolutely. And it's not just classes that we offer. We offer um, free pregnancy testing and first trimester ultrasounds. And that's at both centers. That's at Parkland and Monarch. Wow. So it's just very exciting. It is. Now, now that's that's just come about, those ultrasounds, in what, the last three years maybe? Or um, actually, well, it's or been, sooner than that? It's been sooner than that because yeah. I've been there for about six years and we were even doing it before then. So wow. I will double check and see when the ultrasound started, <laughs> well, and I'll let you know next month. You know, the growth is amazing that we keep seeing with the, yes. with the center. And, oh, yeah. You know, you've, you've got those. You didn't have those at one time. Now you have those. You have also those. have the extended location in Ironton, and just so many things are happening. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, it's getting to slowly be that time of year that you have the Walk for Life coming yes, up. Yes, sir. It's one of my favorite events. I, I kind of know because it's near my birthday. Ah, uh, well, you know, it's <laughs> Unless near, you moved it. Yeah. Well, uh, it's at the end of the month of October. Mm-hmm. So October 28th, that's a Saturday. Um, for those that don't know, Parkland PRC was actually born on October 31st wow. in 2005. So we changed the walk from the beginning of the month to the end 
so we can celebrate our birthday with our friends. Well, that's nice. Yes. And my birthday's on the 13th. It's the 31st backwards. Oh, there you go. So, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> there's a real close connection. In Were there. you born on a Friday? Sunday. Oh. Yeah. See, I have a Friday the 13th baby. Oh, really? I do. Anything odd about that? Um, no. <laughs> he's odd. No, he's uh, not. He's a no, good boy. I'm just kidding, because you know Friday the 13th. You know what everybody says. It's no, a we weird say it, day. he's our our lucky baby because he yeah. was six months early or six weeks early, not six months, six weeks early, and he was having a hard time breathing. Mm -hmm. And he's 16 now. So. Wow, that's great. Yes. See what can be accomplished with you know the right information and the Absolutely. right help and everything. That's right. That's amazing. So tell me about the walk. Okay, life. I'm sorry. That's okay. I took you <laughs> off on another path. I walked you down the wrong yes, path. Yes, you did. There, I did. <laughs> so. Um, the Walk for Life is one of my favorite events because um, the community comes together along with our clients. This year, we are having our Walk for Life at the new center because we have a huge lot next to us and we're going to utilize it. So Saturday, October 28th, um, Parkland PRC and Monarch will be hosting two Walks for Life. So one will be here in, or in Farmington at the new center mm -hmm. and um, that it will be in the morning. Um, registration opens at 1030 and we will have our rally to follow at 11. There will be a bouncy house, food for purchase, walking, of course, um, along with some fun games and prizes. And if you're interested in that part of the walk, then you can call me at 573-431-6001. Again, ask for Mandy, and I will answer any questions that that you have. And then Monarch will be hosting, um, along with Parkland PRC, because some of us will be there in Ironton, but I don't have a time yet. We're still working on the details for that. So as soon as I find out, I will let everyone know. Excellent. What's your favorite part of the Walk for Life? Just seeing everybody there, having fun, fellowshipping, and just the outpour of the, the community, how much they support um, our organization. It's, I've always said this, I will keep saying it, and when I talk about where we are, um, I'm not just talking about the Farmington area, I'm talking about St. Francis County in general, and even the surrounding counties, we have supporters from all over, and they're such a giving community. I think uh, I, I just feel like a majority of the people support what you do. Yes. Really? Yes, and they do. I, I don't know where to take that statement other than to say <laughs> I'm really glad that you're here and that we can put the microphone out for you and let you have this platform to, well, to talk we about what it. you do. You know? um, that the people have always talked about the power of words being stronger than the sword, and I, I believe that. So. Absolutely. Sword guys, look out. I got a microphone. Uh, yes, that's right. <laughs> Although I always have wanted to uh, take up fencing. Okay. You know. Not help. when you're on the energy drinks, please. No, well, I don't know. That might help. You know? <laughs> I could be faster. Maybe. Like Basil Rathbone, you know, when he did those. Anyway, Parkland Pregnancy Resource Center, how would you like to wrap up? Um, just uh, follow us on Facebook. We're at Parkland PRC, and don't forget uh, Monarch FRC. Um, they have some amazing things, and we try to share, you know, what's going on in each other's buildings. But obviously, I'm not there in Ironton, so I don't know the day-to-day -day basis. Yeah, so. so check those Facebook pages out. That's right. Lots of neat pictures, huh? Absolutely. All right. Anything else real quick? Um, no? Just a huge thank you to all of our um, churches that have supported our and hosted our uh, 
Parkland PRC Family Summer Nights. Yeah. Our clients absolutely love it. Well, they did a great job, I'm sure. Yes. Well, thanks for being here. We appreciate you. Well, thank you for having me. Now, that's Mandy Little, Director of Development with the Parkland Pregnancy Resource Center and their monthly report here on KFMO. It's 9 o'clock. That's the end of the program for today. But, you know, we'll be back tomorrow on Friday. It'll be Friday, August 11th. Look out for the weekend. Stay tuned for CBS News at 9 o'clock at KFMO. AM 1240 KFMO, the Parkland's Freedom Leader. And online at KFMO.com. We the people.